It all started when God made the world. It was very different than you see it today. It didn't have a shape and it was empty. No trees, no land, no sun or moon, just darkness and water. Water? You mean like an ocean? That's right. But the deepest, darkest ocean you can imagine. Nothing could live here until God started changing things. Let there be light. Suddenly, for the first time in known history, light cut through the darkness. It revealed all that it fell upon. That's really pretty. Yes, it is. This is very good. Then God separated the darkness and the light. The darkness shall be called night, and the light I will call day. And so for the first time, there was morning and evening, the first day. Let the waters be separated with emptiness between them. What does that mean? It does sound a little confusing, but remember that until now, the earth didn't have a shape. When God separated the waters, he was fixing that. The sky separated the earth from the rest of the universe and made it its own thing. Again, it was morning and evening. The second day. I want there to be dry land. Let the waters be collected in seas, and on the land, let there be plants. Whoa, look at that! The land is coming out of the ocean, and look at all the trees and flowers. That's so cool. Indeed. I am quite pleased with how things are turning out, but it's missing some finishing touches. The next day, God looked at the wide open sky, and with his power, he lit the sun. He formed the moons, and across the cosmos, he placed millions upon billions of stars and planets. The sun will light the day, and all you others will be the lights in the night. You will be the signs of seasons, years, and holy times. And right away, they got to work. The sun came out in the morning, and the others came out at night. Very good. So that was the fourth day. What happened next, Sam? We'll find out right after this. Now we return to the story of creation. In the first few days of creation, God had been busy. He made light. He formed the earth. He made the land and created the plants to cover it up. And he made all the lights we can see in the sky. Yeah, so what's left? Let the seas be filled with animals and let the sky be home to all kinds of flying things. That's right. The skies exploded into chirps and cheeps. Parrots and puffins, terrans and pteranodons, bluebirds and bats all took to the air, bringing life to the emptiness above. And don't forget what he said about the oceans. <laughs> I wouldn't dream of it. All of the animals that swim and scuttle through the seas and streams appeared, diving deep and leaping for joy. And as God looked at his newest creations, he was happy with them. I love you all, and I want you to explore this world that I have made. Lay eggs and multiply. Fill the oceans. Build your nests in the trees and in the mountains and the beaches. And it was morning and evening, the fifth day. Okay, I'm pretty sure I know what comes next. Let the land make animals of all kinds. Big and small, hairy and scaly. I knew it! Puppies and kittens and bunnies. To name a few. But God wasn't done for the day. 
Let's make creatures that will be our representatives here on Earth. They will have spirits and souls, like me. And I will give them authority over the fish, the birds, and all of my creatures that live on Earth. What is God talking about? I don't know of a creature that does all that. I think you do. God then took dirt, and out of it formed a man. He then breathed his life into the man. Good morning. Good morning, Adam. I have a few really big jobs for you. Are you ready? Jobs? Sure, that sounds great. Man, I'm not even an hour old and I've already got jobs. So what are the jobs God gave Adam? Good question. And we'll find out right after this. And now we've returned to the story of Genesis. Who is that? You'll find out in a bit. So what are the jobs God gave Adam? Right. Well, God brought Adam to his new home. It was a garden full of trees, rivers, and animals. That sounds really nice. How do you like it? This is amazing. Your first job is going to be to take care of this place. Trim the trees, dig in the dirt, build dams and streams of your own. So basically, be like you. Sound like fun? Yeah! Just one thing, though. You see that tree over there? The one with the delicious-looking fruit? Yeah. I don't want you to eat any of the fruit of that tree. If you do, you'll die. Die? What's that? Let's just say all of this good around you, it will go away. Hmm. Well, I don't want that to happen. Where do I start? And so Adam got to work, and everything was perfect. Well, almost perfect. Almost perfect? What do you mean? This guy is working all by himself, alone. This isn't good. And so God brought all the kinds of animals to Adam, and Adam started giving them names. But the more he named them, the more it became obvious that the perfect helper for man had not been made yet. Though, dogs come close. So God made Adam fall asleep and took a part of his side, and from it, he made a woman. That's where girls come from? Weird. Wow, who are you? I'm Eve. God said something about you needing some help around here? Uh, yeah, you're amazing. Thanks, so you wanna show me around? Follow me. I've got some projects I've been working on over here. Now this is good. Everything was good, but things were about to get a little complicated. We now continue the story of Genesis. So everything was good. Adam and Eve had a great home, and best of all, they had each other. It was pretty nice. But the very best thing that they had was God. Well, yeah. I mean, of course they did. Doesn't everybody? Not like Adam and Eve did. Imagine having God actually living in your neighborhood, where you could go and visit and have dinner with him. It was so close and personal. So what happened? I happened. That's right. The Bible says that of all the animals God had made, the snake was the most crafty. Oh, please, I'm blushing. I mean, I'm not, but you thought I was, didn't you? What a creep. Oh, hey there, Snake. I didn't see you. 
Were you talking to somebody? Not at all, Eve. Come this way. I have something to show you. What is it? Tell me about this tree, Eve. Oh, I know all about this tree. This is the one tree in the garden that we aren't supposed to eat from. God said that if we even touch it, we will die. I don't remember God saying- Excuse me, this is my scene. Let the serpent get his moment in the spotlight, would you? Sorry. I know for a fact, my dear, that you will not die. But God said that- Oh, I'm sure you think he did. But you see, what God didn't say is that if you eat this fruit, you will become as smart as he is, knowing the difference between good and evil. Really? I mean, these fruits do look great, and I'm sure God wants us to know the difference between good and evil. Whoa. What? Is it good? Let me try it. And with those two bites, humans disobeyed the one rule God had given them. They suddenly realized what they had done was wrong, and they were ashamed. What are we going to do? We're going to die. We've got to. He's coming. Adam, why are you hiding? Come on out. We're here. I see. But why are you afraid? Have you eaten from the tree I told you not to? It's her fault. It's the snake's fault. Enough. It was the snake's fault, right? Maybe. But even so, God had told Adam and Eve not to do something, and they did it anyway. It didn't matter whose fault it was. They had broken God's law, and that changed everything. What do you mean? You two must leave this garden, and things will be harder for you. You will have to work hard to get food to grow, and the earth will not be kind to you. Having babies will be hard, and though you were made for each other, your marriage will be difficult. And this is how history began. Adam and Eve left the garden and were never allowed back. Their lives were full of sorrow and pain. But God had a plan. So, what did you think about this morning's story about the beginning? It was okay, Sam. I have a feeling there's more to the story than what we acted out, though. Yeah, I had to leave a few things out to make it simpler to understand, but you can look it up if you have questions. But I've got a question. Why are we learning about this? Hmm, good question, Everett. This section of the Bible is important because it's what sets the scene for the history of the world. Exactly. The main things we need to know is that God made the world, God made us, and wants to be close to us. But because we did what was wrong, we couldn't be near God. That's right. I like how you said that God was living in our neighborhood. I imagine that's the way we feel when a good friend moves away. It's very much how God felt when Adam and Eve had to leave the garden. But still, this seems like a bummer of a story. We can't be with God because we messed up. Destin's right. It might be important to learn about, but it's not very hopeful. <laughs> not if you just stop there, Gabby. But this is just the beginning of the story. God hated the fact that we can't be with him, and so he made a plan to bring us back to him. That's what the rest of the Bible is all about. Is that true, Mr. Jacobs? Hmm, as far as I can tell. The Old Testament in the Bible talks about how God set up a nation that would be his. It talks about how these people didn't always get it right. But in the New Testament, God's plan to save the world comes to fruition with the birth of a little baby in a town called Bethlehem. 
comes to a what? Oh, you're talking about Jesus. Oh, because Jesus died on the cross so we can be with God again. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, isn't there a Bible verse that talks about Jesus being like Adam? There is. In 1 Corinthians 15, God tells us that the first Adam brought death to us. But then God says that Jesus is the last Adam that brought us new life. That's a cool way to think about it. Yeah, I've found that there are a lot of things in the creation story that are running themes that go throughout the whole Bible. For instance? <laughs> I'll let you find them. I've got to head off to work. See you later. Huh, is that what it feels like? Every time. <laughs> well, I guess it's a good way to motivate people to study the Bible. Want to join me? Sure. I'll turn off the radio.